the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Monday. I hope it uh, finds you well. We actually got some cloud coverage this weekend. It was the first day in, I don't know, let's just say a long time where we didn't get above 100 degrees of hillocks. Hurricane Hillary, yeah, not Hillary Clinton, no, Hurricane Hillary came up through the Baja and dumped a bunch of rain on Palm Springs, but uh, all we got here was a, a lot of clouds, but it cooled down. It was nice for a few days. Uh, of course, getting right back to the heat, uh, well, starting tomorrow, but hey, we'll take whatever we can get here. Patriot Radio News Hour, 800 9510592, the website at allamericangold.com. And of course, getting ready for Jackson Hole. Yes, all the bankers and their banker buddies going to Jackson Hole. And I'm just going to give you a headliner here, guys. Uh, they have no options. They, they already lost control. They lost their credibility when they had interest rates at zeros for over a decade and a half, and we're now all paying the price for it. Uh, the 10-year note, uh, higher again. Yeah, it, it's not stopping. The highest now since 2007 at 435. And, of course, uh, it's Monday, so we have my son Joey with us from Northwestern Mutual. He told you guys months ago, even when I was saying I think it's not going to go higher, that, yo no, rates are going to go a lot higher than people think. And, Joey, it's starting to have an effect now. Wall Street, the Dow down again. Uh, people now starting to take it on the chin. Of course, all these bond funds have been getting destroyed as well. But this is why people need to, to reach out to you to make sure that they're on the right side of these things. This is exactly why. We want to make sure that we're partnering up with someone we can trust. You know, with all these different things happening in the financial markets and interest rates rising, we want to make sure that we're putting a good plan of attack in place for people and that they just have an understanding of what's going on in the financial space and the financial markets. And I don't think this should bring panic to people. Right. If you're working with someone you trust, you're not going to be panicked at times like this because we're planning for it. And we're setting you up in different ways to make sure that, hey, yeah, maybe accounts will be down a little bit, but we're putting you in a position for when we rebound, interest rates start to decline, that we've got a plan in place to, to reap those gains and returns. But, you know, this year our clients are, are doing well. Their portfolios are performing well. But the other side of that is the tax side. The biggest expenses that you and I and all of us are ever going to incur in our lives is taxes. Let's make sure that we're planning and finding ways to give Uncle Sam the smallest slice of pie legally. And I think my firm and my team are in a unique position 
compared to your traditional wealth management guy, compared to people at banks, really taking the time to figure out what truly matters to our clients. You know, at the end of the day, yes, saving money into different investment accounts is great, but do you know how that's taxed? Do you know how that works out for when you retire? You know, our whole goal here is we want to make sure our clients have as much tax-free income as possible when we stop taking an income and we walk away from our careers while also planning for leaving something behind for our loved ones, if that matters, or a charity, uh, but also just giving clarity to the people on where they're at and, and find ways to get them to where they want to be if they're not tracking for certain goals. And that comes from just a, a genuine conversation. And we're not undressing people. They're, they're leaving these conversations excited for the future, optimistic with hope, and I tell everyone, it's never too late to start planning. If we can start today, we start tomorrow, you'll be in a better position than you were, you know, a week ago. And it doesn't matter the amount. If it's 100 bucks, 200 bucks, $5,000 a month, it doesn't matter. All that matters is that we do something and we continue to build on to our plans and get people to have good habits of saving their dollars but not just saving into a 401k, but saving it correctly and not over-allocating our assets into any vehicle, right? I, I think that a lot of people like to overcomplicate the financial side of things, and we just come in to uncomplicate everything. And if we haven't had that conversation yet, whether you're worth a million dollars or worth $50,000, I think it'd be very productive to have one and just see what we're all about. But I can tell you right now, just experience-wise and talking with a lot of listeners from KHNC, there's a lot we can do to help everyone out and make sure that the average everyday American that works their butt off for their dollars, that they've got a plan in place and their money's going to be protected and also working harder than that. You know, Joey, a lot of people out there right now are like they're seeing all all the bad news about the banks, right? And they're 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 watching the news as the America got downgraded, and and now all the rating agencies warning about the banks, and now all of a sudden, you know, Wall Street's had had a pretty good run this year, and now all of a sudden, interest rates start spiking a lot more than people thought. And that, now the Dow's starting to, to, to break down a little bit. For a lot of people, they would say, well, this isn't a good time. This isn't a good time to invest. And, and consequently, they don't do anything. And, and the realities are, this is when you probably want to start getting into the market as things aren't going well because that's when you, when you got the right guy, you're going to get stuff on sale. Yep, and I know the commercial break is coming on, and we'll chat about that after the break. We'll be right back with Joey. Stay with us. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason here this Monday. Uh, we got my son Joey from Northwestern Mutual. Uh, why Northwestern Mutual? Well, let's see. Uh, number one, they're not a bank. Uh, that's pretty important. Dump, number two, they're not publicly traded. They could give two craps about woke agendas and and uh, Black Rock and State Street and all these other guys telling their boards what to do. Uh, and, and probably the most important thing uh, in all of this is 
They've got the best credit rating agency. Heck, it's better than the federal government. I mean, that's how strong uh, the balance sheet is at Northwestern Mutual. And when we talk about balance sheets, that's really what we're talking about. What's the problem with our banking industry? Well, the problem's in the balance sheet. Uh, look at the Federal Reserve. They got an eight-plus trillion-dollar balance sheet. Uh, and this is where the problems lie. But, Joey, before the break, we were talking about a lot of people are like, man, this isn't a great time. Maybe I don't want uh, to call Joey right now because I'll wait for things to get better. That's probably the exact opposite of what you should be doing. That 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 really is the, the exact opposite of what we do. And, and I know humans, we react, we react to things on emotion. And it's really easy to get emotionally tied to, to our money and our financial plan and always assuming the worst. But history has shown us that we always recover. We're going to recover, and when things are bleak and the market is down, that is when you are presented with the biggest opportunity to reap the rewards. Now is a fantastic time to start investing, to get yourself in the market. It's the whole cliche of of buy low and sell high, and now is a great opportunity to buy high. And, And to be honest, our clients are saving more in times like this. That way, two years, three years from now, we can be like, oh, what a great move that was. Look at our portfolio. It's up a ton. We bought at lower costs into the market, and we've reaped the rewards. And, you know, the, the huge value of partnering up with a team like me and is that we're taking the emotion out of this. We're the ones managing everything, overseeing your accounts, and making sure that we're staying disciplined. You know, all the time, 2008 happened, the Great Depression, the dot-com bubble. The market has recovered, and the people that were disciplined and didn't sell when the market was down are the ones who reap the benefits. And our clients, they can go to bed at night knowing that, hey, I'm working with a trusted advisor, and I've got a team overseeing my plan, and a team that is, one, you know, not looking at this emotionally, but also holding our clients accountable. And I just think that, you know, 90% of Americans know that they need a planner, and only 30% of them are acting on it. Let's make sure that we're holding all of our clients accountable, whether, hey, we're putting money into the market, Even when the market's down, that's when we should be putting more. And a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, we'll look back on it and we'll just be like, wow, what a great move that was. And if you haven't reached out, you haven't called, we haven't had a conversation, I urge you to reach out out to me at my personal cell, which is 602-909-9048. Again, that is 602-909-9048. 9048. If I miss your call by chance, just shoot me a text or a voicemail and I will get back to you as soon as I can. Joey, I know you don't want to name names and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make you do that, but we, I, I gotta ask, uh, two big questions. Are rates still going higher? And then are we going to see a lot more bank, whether they're bank failures or bank consolidation. Are we going to see uh, more of these two things uh, as we finish 2023? That's a, that's a great question. 
and we could definitely see another smaller uh, interest rate hike for sure. And with the banks uh, going under possibly, I mean, there's always a chance. We've already seen it happen this year. It, it, it could happen again with these banks getting rated down. And I think it's really important that we're just putting a plan in place to attack it. And if rates decrease, great. That means the market's doing better. Right. Yeah. But and and, so many and obviously having clients that, that are below uh, the FDIC limits and, and probably need to be uh, significantly below those limits. And that's one of the things I know you've been seeing a lot of that where people are like, you know what, uh, I'm near the limit, I'm over the limit, I've got too much in the bank, I'm going to go call Joey at Northwestern Mutual. Uh, you guys have accounts that work, you know, pretty much like a checkbook. Uh, and then, of course, you've got all the investment stuff that you guys do. There's, there's so many things that you guys offer for clients that I think a lot of them aren't really aware of because they're like, well, they, they like to know, uh, they have access to that money if they need it. Yeah. And, and we have complete access to money. If you need the money, we'll give it to you. Another note, you mentioned the FDIC insurance limit. Now, we're insuring portfolios up to a million dollars over here. And that gives clients a lot of, you know, credit and clarability to know that their money is going to be safe. We've got money market accounts growing at 4.5% that you can write checks out of. All right, when we talk about liquidity, we offer it and we set up accounts. You have access to those money. And we want to make sure if we need access to monies and we need to be liquid, then we're going to set you up that way and be as, as flexible as possible. And with everything going on with these banks, interest rate hikes, and I just think that makes Northwestern Mutual even more powerful, and especially for a very conservative company, what we've been doing for 170 years. And, and quite honestly, looking at other plans and talking to older clients and learning about their experiences with other wealth management advisors, they're just not doing the job that we do. They're not taking as careful as a look. They're not nearly as comprehensive, and they're not asking the right questions to figure out what matters to their clients, and instead they're just putting money into portfolios without tying it to their goals. Let's make sure that we're putting our monies in the right places to achieve what it is you want to achieve. If you've got liquidity needs for the next three, three years, five years, ten years, well, we shouldn't be talking about 401Ks and IRAs. We're talking about money markets or different brokerage accounts to make sure you've got liquidity and access to your dollars when you need it. So overall, I just think we're just in a unique position to be that comprehensive planner. We do the insurance. We do the investments. We help with estate planning. We help with CPAs. We're sitting on calls with lawyers and attorneys. We are dealing with everything finance, even if it's not getting us paid, because we know at the end of the day that we want to be involved in every financial situation with our clients, and we're going to sit in on those meetings to make sure that your whole team and we're being the quarterback of it, navigating these different paths as we haven't, you know, across these in our lives yet. But I always use my client's hindsight as my client's foresight. We've experienced almost every situation you can think of and be that trusted partner that can help you navigate those tough waters as we continue to progress in our life. 
Joe, I know you got to get to a meeting. Uh, give out that number one last time, and, and uh, obviously we'll talk to you next week. Yep. Just reach out to me on my personal cell, 602-909-9048. Again, that is 602-909-9048. Just shoot me a text or a voicemail if I miss your call. But, but always happy to join on Mondays. It, it means a lot. It's great coming on the radio. And thanks for having me, and hope everybody has just a fantastic week. Uh, there you have it. Uh, that's my son Joey over at Northwestern Mutual, 602-909-9048. Uh, man, the less Jason you have in the bank right now, probably a lot better. Uh, Jackson Hole coming, right? This is uh, the big annual banker meeting. Everyone's going to be waiting to see uh, if Jay Powell will will talk a little weaker, if he won't talk so tough. And here's the funny part. They, they, they put all this weight on talk. Right? What do we say about talk? Talk's a bunch of bull crap. Right? And that's really uh, what they're saying. Hey, how much BS is Jay Powell going to spin this time around? Jason, talk is cheap. And, and again, we're in a situation where uh, the Federal Reserve, this is on them. This is They did this. I didn't leave interest rates at zero for 15 years. Jason didn't leave interest rates at zero for 15 years. We didn't pretend that inflation was transitory as it was running rampant. And and now, of course, you know, they're raising these little quarter of points. And inflation, Jason, just seems like it gets more and more entrenched in, in into our daily lives. How many bankers are really important uh, investment bankers are going go to this meeting, Joe. Is it pretty much the elite that go to this thing, the biggest yeah. and best? Yeah. All, all, all the big boys, they're all there. The billionaires are there. And if they're not there, their lawyers are there. Their representative is there, right? Because uh, we'll get the sound bites, right? That's all we're going to get. We're going to get sound bites. We're going to get what they want us to hear. The problem is, is what are they saying when the mics aren't on? What are they saying right. when nobody's around? That, that's what I was going to say. So if, if they're if they're well represented and things aren't going good, you know, fear spreads like wildfire, so to speak. We maybe we'll see some movement downward in the markets because if these guys don't have good things to say to each other, uh, you know, obviously this is the lock arms and hold on tight. That's what that that's what these guys do, but. Like you said, they, they might go to you know, hey, a couple of guys, hey, let's go meet in my hotel room. Let's talk. Cause I got some, I got some worries here. Maybe I, I don't got to stay in front of the whole group, sort of thing. You get a few of those things going on, Joe, and uh, then you, we might start to see some some negative impact in the markets uh, very I'm soon. I'm going to tell but, you, that's a great call because I'm going to tell you this: if we see what I'll call weak talk from Jay Powell. Because he, you know, he's been talking higher for longer. We're going to two percent and this and that. But if we see, remember what they judged uh, the last the Fed minutes. They were talking about how many sent. They were taking apart the whole thing. Couldn't have been ten, twelve sentences long. It's only a couple of paragraphs. The whole Fed minutes, and yet they were saying how many sentences. Were, were soft, how many sentences were alright? How many sentences were no rate hike versus how many sentences were rate hikes? And they did the math, they said, gosh, more sentences were for rate hikes than rate cuts. And, and of course, the market 
hasn't been up since. The Dow Dow's down 200 points again today. If we get this weakness, that to me signals the bankers in private were telling Jay Powell and the other Fed governors, guys, this this problem. I know that, you know, hey, we, we use Wall Street to fool everybody. I know I, well, Wall Street's still hanging on to 34000 right? And, 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 but let me tell you, hey, we're, we're, I don't want to say this, but there, are there going to be words of Lehman Brothers? Is that going to be mentioned? Uh, is Bear Stearns no. going to be mentioned, right? These type of things. Uh, because if I, if I see a dramatic change in language from Jay Powell, during Jackson Hole, I think that will tell you that things are even worse under the hood than even, say, Jason and I think. Well, and if uh, the biggest players, I think they're going to say, be calm, everything's fine. I mean, if anyone talked to Jay Powell uh, outside of a, a, you know, a public meeting, that's, what's, that's what the biggest players will say, Joe. But I think it's, it's the guys that make big decisions for their banks getting together, but, you know, just like I said earlier. And makes me wonder if, you know, the Warren Buffett thing we mentioned last week. You know, hey, because some of this has got to be, hey, you got any hot tips, right? There's got to be a bunch of that going on. And if they, none of them have any hot tips, they're like, oh, Warren Buffett's just getting into cash. He doesn't even have anywhere to put his money. Well, that doesn't give you very much confidence, right, Joe? Because, you know, these guys are about making money, right? And if there's nowhere to put it, uh, what's going to happen? Buffett, I, wa- I want to say, is it the biggest cash stockpile he's ever yep. had? I, I ever had. Is. Yes. Right? Which just tells you, hey, all this stuff's still way overpriced. Joe and Jason, we're coming right back. Picture Radio News Hour. Stay with us. Nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Picture Radio News Hour here on this Monday. Uh, gold is up a couple of dollars. It's been up ten, twelve dollars at one point today, and then the ten-year note. Uh, screaming to a new high, well, that we haven't seen since 2007, but right now, gold's at 1890. TV gold, uh, 1920. What's TV gold? Well, they're showing the December gold contract. Silver, strong today, up 40 cents, $23.15 to the ounce on silver. I've got another great special today, $10 Liberties, the older 1866 to 1907, $10 Liberties. Ready for this? One through nine at 1060 so That's saving $25. Ten or more at 1050 That's $80 above... Where TV gold is, TV gold's nineteen twenty, right? I mean, uh, when you when you think about, I'm sorry, a hundred and eighty dollars above. It's gotta get my math right here. It's Monday. It's Monday. It is. You know, when you're talking about gold this high, uh, where you know where, where spot gold, right? What what's spot gold? Well, that's gold in the ground. Right? That that that's gold. Where a, a miner's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to pull up a thousand ounces today. And I, I'm going to be able to, by the time I pull it out today. And why is TV showing the December contract? 
That miner pulls it out of the ground today, right? He gets in there. He's got the backhoes, the trucks. Maybe he's a hard rider. He's blasting, right? They got to run it through the plant. They got to separate all the other stuff. Then they got to melt it all down, get it into the right bar form. Uh, then they got to get it shipped from some third world country. Then they got, you know, to get it to the COMEX. And by the time that happens, it's going to be December. So they sell that gold that still is in the ground that they're going to get out. Maybe it's today. Maybe it's next week. Maybe it's in a month. And they're going to lock it in at $1,920. And then come December, that bar has to be, whether it's the COMEX, the London Metals Exchange, the Shanghai Exchange, wherever they sold it. Right? That's, that's where that metal has to go. And then at that point, somebody buys it. A mint buys it. Whether it's the U.S. Mint, the Canadian Mint. Maybe it, it's a uh, an independent out there that, that just makes bars. I make 100-ounce bars or 10-ounce bars. Fabricate these things. And then they got to put them into coin or bar form. Then they got to ship them to the mints. The mints got to stamp them. So, you know, when people say, hey, why don't why isn't gold like a stock? Well, this is how commodities work. You can't buy commodities like stocks. It doesn't work that way. Not not commodities that you can actually hold. You can buy paper stuff, right? There's a, a gold ETF, a silver ETF. Heck, there's an oil ETF. You're not actually holding the actual product. Uh, but, but, Jason, when we're talking about being this close to spot, the, this is telling you that these premiums that we saw during COVID have finally eased up now, and now we're actually we're, we're actually buying at great value now. Yeah, and and it's completely ridiculous that gold and silver are at the prices they're at. So this is telling you you should buy because a lot of people aren't buying right now. You're supposed to buy when people aren't buying. But there is one big buyer, one big buyer class. That's the central banks in the countries of this world. They're buying record amounts of this. So, Joe, you would think with record purchasing, that supply and demand would cause the price to go up substantially. Well, if they print up a bunch of fake gold paper to keep the to, to, keep, to keep it down, you know, to, or they sell. Excuse me, they would be the other way around. They sell off uh, fake paper gold that doesn't exist. This is how the big players get to buy it cheaper than we get to buy it. So when Joe's telling you you can buy it this close to spot, it's because there's a little bit of manipulation going on. And eventually, Joe, all of that goes away. Eventually, the biggest players of the world don't want gold to sag and sit there low, right? If they're going to buy in record amounts, they're not buying it so it goes down. They're buying it because it's going to go up. So people really need to understand this is a great, great time to buy. Joe's telling you, if you can buy this close to spot, this is the time to buy, Joe. This, this is what you should be putting in your pocket right now, what the biggest players in the world are loading up tons of, right, Joe? You know, when you think about just go back to, I don't know, last Thanksgiving. Go back a year. Go back one year. How's that? Go back to last August. The premiums on a $10 Liberty, you're probably uh, looking at a Two ten dollar liberties being somewhere between four hundred and five hundred dollars, probably between four and four hundred and fifty dollars over 
the spot price. Uh, today, you know, the two $10 liberties, it's, it's $180. So it's about $90, uh, per $10. That, that's, that's more than a 50%. That's probably closer to like a 70% reduction in premium, not in price, but in premium, uh, which is, that's, that's where you want to, when do you want to buy? You want to buy when the premiums are the lowest. Unfortunately, how does it work? When people are the most afraid, that's when the premiums are the highest. So when this market cracks, like right now, everyone's on eggshells. Man, okay, wait a minute. What happened? I thought the Dow was just going to roar higher, and now everything's kind of stopped, and everyone's like, uh-oh, right? Up the Dow's back to like 33,000 again. Right? What, what's gonna happen? Are we gonna have that hard landing? If we have that hard landing, Jason, premiums aren't gonna be this low. It's, it's just not gonna happen. Everyone's gonna run to it. This is why you wanna do it today. This is why you wanna add to it today. Don't wait for when you're afraid. Take the emotion, as Joey was talking about it, take the emotion out. If you're gonna be adding to your portfolio anyway, if you're like, man, I'm just waiting for the next hiccup and then I'm gonna pile in, I think today's a great day to do it. And the market's really, you know, you, you were talking earlier with Joey that the markets are doing good this year, but I mean, in, in February 21, when the new president was inaugurated shortly after that, the NASDAQ was 14,000, so we're down from that with the NASDAQ. The S&P, I think, was up 4,200. So it's only up a, uh, 150 points, really. The Dow in, in, in May of, of 2021 was 34,000. So it's all sideways. With all of this inflation we've had since Biden's been in president, uh, to me, the markets have been showing weakness this whole time, Joe. It's just, like I said, we haven't had this kind of inflation. It skews the numbers. And gold will rise. It's the cream that rises to the top, Joe. 800 liberties, one through nine, 1,016. Ten or more at 1,050. Jason and I, we're coming right back. 800 a quick look in at the markets. Uh, the Dow's down 220 points now. Uh, a little over, uh, just under 300 points away from being back in the 33,000 range. I mean, gosh, uh, wasn't that long ago. It looked like Dow was going to be 36,000. Uh, the, the, the S&P lower as well, uh, down about eight points. The NASDAQ in positive territory for now, uh, up about 30 points. The 10-year note. Four, three, five in change. Uh, and again, I think a lot of people are like, okay, I'm not going to be, I hope anyway. Don't be caught like you were last time. Listen, we were, this is so similar. No, nothing's the same, right? Nothing's the exact same. But think about how similar we were in 2007. The, the Wall Street was at a high. The indices were all at highs. Ben Bernanke was leading the Fed at the time, talking about, hey, we're going to keep raising rates. And then seemingly out of nowhere, Lehman Brothers goes under. 
And then, of course, we know what what happened after that. This time, listen, we it, it's not the exact same, because it's not out of nowhere this time, is it? Right? We had some bank failures early in the year. Uh, just a few weeks ago, we had uh, another a small bank failure, and then one of those consolidations, which is really just... Hey, this bank was going to go under. Let's 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 unload it on some other bank, uh, so nobody notices. And and of course, we're stuck. The, the big difference this time, Jason, is we, we're going through this with inflation, which is the bigger difference now. If you think about bonds, do you know that the bonds? So bonds make money when the yields go down. They lose money when yields go up. Do you know they've wiped out 15 years of bond gains in, in what, a year and a half? Just wiped it all out. And, and this is why we talk about why refi, right? When you're looking at being diversified, you know, you don't put, you put all your money into gold and silver. We don't think that's a great plan. Having it all on Wall Street, that's definitely not a great plan. Some people still have all their money in the bank. I don't get it. That's probably the worst plan. But but spreading things out, putting some, you know, why refi up to 10.25% return. But here's the key. It's not correlated to Wall Street. Right? The Dow could go down 4,000 points after Jay Powell comes out. Jay Powell may come out and say, you know what? We're going to raise rates. 50 basis points in September, inflation's coming back, and we need to kick it in the teeth. And the Dow could lose three, 4,000 points. I don't think he's going to say that, but it could. Guess what? Doesn't mean anything to your Y-Refi account. You get fixed rates of return. You can turn your income on. You can turn it off. You can compound it, whatever you choose. And the thing about it is, here's what I love, because they're like Patriots. They don't play games. We don't charge a bunch of fees. We don't we don't try to trick you. Right? If you need your principal back before your time is up, you get your entire principal back. I mean, these are things uh, that really stand out. Check them out. Invest. Yrefi.com. That's the word invest. The letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com. Or just call them. It's easier. 888 888- why refi 24 as you guys know you got to have at least fifty thousand uh, dollars you can use an existing uh, ira some of you can use a 401k but but jason i'm sitting here and i know jackson old's coming i think we got durable goods uh but one of the fed the atlanta fed tracks gdp now it's going to come down i'll, I'll just full disclosure but right now, they're saying third quarter GDP is at 5.8%. Now, it's going to come down. But we're not near zero or negative GDP growth. We're not near that yet. And, and, and the problem is inflation seems to be reigniting, right? We've got food inflation back. Uh, rents and and. Mortgages, especially now with rates this high, mortgages are going way up, right? So shelter costs more. I don't know if people realize this. Remember the, the problems with all the ships in California? And they're like, oh, my gosh, 
There's a hundred ships sitting out there waiting to be unloaded. You know what they don't tell you today? Go look at the Panama Canal. See if you can find it. Apparently they've got a water problem. Jason, there's not a hundred ships trying to cross. There's two hundred ships in growing because they can't get through. And of course, if you can't get through, eventually you got to bite the bullet and go all the way around. The cost of things, Jason, it just doesn't seem like it ends, does it? Now all of a sudden, oh, we're back to, well, I don't know when we're going to get it because it's sitting out there in the, in the middle of the ocean and it can't get here. Well, and maybe some of those 200 ships aren't really all that anxious to get to their destination anyways because people are not buying that's the stuff that they were before this inflation. People are going to stop buying stuff and probably start seeing some more ships lingering around waiting for the stuff that they're uh, unloading to actually need to be processed and put into the mainland, right, Joe? So, you know, they might just uh, not be in so much of a hurry, you know, just a you know, shell game. Point. You think they're out there calling the ship, Captain A, uh, why don't you get back to the end of the line? I know you're getting ready, uh, <laughs> but make something up, right? Oh, oh, wait, we got a problem with the rudder, right? <laughs> Somebody, you go ahead. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason here on, on this Monday. Really quickly, we think the 1995 Silver Eagles. Remember those we talked about? It feels like a month ago. We think they're going to be released later this week. We should hopefully have them in our hands uh, next week for those of you that bought. Uh, and then we may have uh, some extra 1995 Silver Eagles uh, come next week. I'll let you know. Uh, $10 Liberties today, 1 through 9. This is a huge sale, 1060 10 or more at 1050 By 10 or more, you're saving $35 a coin. Uh, puts it at like $90 over spot per coin. Uh, just a great opportunity in the $10 Liberty market. But I want to talk about commercial real estate really quickly because here's a, a, a mall in Albany, New York. Okay, so Albany, New York. It, yes, it's the capital of New York. It, it's like a Midwest town. Okay, uh, Very scenic. It's nice. A lot of farms. Uh, there was a mall that in 2012, so 2012 was like the bottom of commercial real estate during the financial crisis. The mall was valued at $470 million. The group that bought it, Pyramid Management Group, and they got they basically sold the REITs to individuals, right? So all of you guys taking it in the chin here. This isn't about, this actually won't fall back on a bank, right? This will fall back on people buying REITs. They borrowed $244 million against the 470 God, that looked like a pretty safe bet. Right? I mean, man, that's like, you borrowed like 50%. Right? That's a lot of equity. By 2020, it was down to $281 million. Now, the guys at Pyramid had a 10-year interest-only loan. Well, by the time the 10 years was up last year, they worked out a deal and said, hey, give us one more year. 
I don't, that was a bad idea. Well, they weren't going to make the payment anyway, so what's, what's one more year? Well, guess what? One more year later, Pyramid handed the keys back. According to Trep, who tracks all of this stuff, Jason, the mall sold for $174 million. So in 2012, 470, which was the low, uh, they borrowed 244. Uh, now they owe, 11 years later, it, it sold for 174. Now, 30 million of that was liquidation expense, so it really only sold for about 144 million dollars. And I only bring that up because you're like, listen, that's 70% lower than the last low. Right? This isn't San Francisco. This isn't right. Manhattan. This is Albany, New York. This is the stuff we were seeing during the real estate crash in 2008. Those are the kinds of crashes of some private homes. That, that, this, you're seeing this in commercial real estate, uh, or, or I guess in this fact, it was, it was. I guess was this on apartments, Joe, or something like that, is that, of that nature. Oh, there's the mall. It was a mall, right? Mall. This was a mall. So it's commercial. And, so it's and, commercial. So yeah, that's that's not good, Joe. That's that's like you said, San Francisco. We talked about that last week. How how bad that is. Right, that, this yeah, is, uh, you can this... try to, ah, that's San Francisco. <laughs> Here's no place New York wiping it out, and, and just amazing. Seventy percent below the last low kind of tells you all you need to know. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.